0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. In the Gospel of today, the Lord is telling us, Whoever confesses me before men, him, the Son of Man, also will confess before the angels of God. But he who denies me before men will be denied before the angels of God. So actually, it is very important for all of us to confess and to bear witness to God while we are living here on earth, because this can determine our eternal life. Either in the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, God will confess us before the angels, or God will deny us before the angels. The angels of God. So the question here, what does it mean to confess him here on earth? What does it mean to confess him? To confess him means you actually declare to the people that our Lord Jesus Christ is the true God who became man for our salvation. This declaration comes in so many ways. The first way through our words. You remember when St. Peter was speaking during the trial of our Lord Jesus Christ? One of the servant girls told him, your language shows that you are a Galilean. So from the accent, from the language, from the choice of words, she was able to say he is from Galilee. In the same way, our language can tell whether we are the children of God or the children of the world. If you are using the same language like the children of the world, if we are cursing like them, if we are using bad words like them, if you judge, if we gossip, if we condemn, then there is no difference between our language and the language of the children of the world. So the people can tell whether you are Christian or you are not Christian from your language. Sometimes when an argument or a conflict happens between some youth, so and everyone wants to defend himself or herself in front of me. So they send me like screenshots of their conversation with each other. And to tell you the truth, many times I was very surprised that this is the language our children, the children of God, they are using with each other. And some of them are committed church goers, some of them are servants, some of them are deacons. But I am surprised not only in the language itself and the choice of words, but sometimes in the harshness and in the rudeness, they address each other and speak to each other. Where is the kindness? Where is the gentleness? Kindness and gentleness are the fruits of the Spirit. If we are not kind and gentle with one another, and once we get upset, and once we get annoyed, then we use very rude words and very harsh words. Then we are not filled with the Spirit of God. Then the Spirit cannot witness that we are the children of God, simply because we, we don't have the fruit of the Spirit in us. So how we confess God in our life? Number one, by our language. By our language. Number two, by our deeds. As the Lord told all of us, you are the light of the world. Let your light shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify God who is in heaven. So let's examine our deeds. Are we light to the world, or we are conforming to the children of the world? Is there any difference between us and the world or not? Many people try to fit in the world, try to be conformed in the world in order to be accepted. But we should not actually try to be approved or accepted by the children of the world. What is more important is to be approved and accepted by God. That is a very important question here. Are we accepted by God or we want to be conformed to the children of the world. St. Paul said, do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Ask yourself every night about the whole day, was I light to the world? Did I enlighten somebody else's way? Or I offended them and I made them stumble. The good Samaritan, when he saw this Jewish man who was an enemy to him, half dead and half alive, he actually went and helped him. This showed that he is a son of God, from the family of God, because he did not care about whether he is an enemy or not. It was time to show love and kindness. It is time to show the light of Christ in me. How many persons do you help every day? How many persons you show kindness and mercy every day? How many persons you forgive and you accept every day? How many persons you show long suffering and endurance every day? Let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. The third point, how do I confess Christ in my life? It is through the life of worship and the life of prayer. Many people, for example, on Sunday morning, I, I see when I'm driving to the church in the morning, I see the, the, the streets are empty. We are in a Christian country, I expect every person on Sunday morning to be going to the church, to be driving early to go to the church. So actually, as we see in the rest of the days of the week, rush hour, because people going to work, I would be very happy actually to see the same on the day of the Lord. People are driving in order to go to the church. Keeping the day of the Lord holy is one of the Ten Commandments. Keep the Lord's day holy. So, when I worship God, when I go to church and keep my spiritual prayers, my fasting, my Bible reading, my participation in the sacraments of the church, this show me as a Christian I'm not doing this to show off, but I'm doing this because this what will connect me and, and unite me with God. On Monday, we'll start Jonah's fast for three days. Who among us will fast? And who among us will not be ashamed or embarrassed to say to your friends in school or in work that we are fasting? Not to show off, but if there is opportunity to speak about the church fasting and the church discipline, use this opportunity. Maybe many of us will fast, Jonas fast because it's only three days. But about what about after two weeks, we'll start the great fast. If we are Christian, then I cannot separate myself from the family of God. If the family of God is fasting, and I am a member in this family, I should be fasting like them. But can you imagine if somebody knows there is fasting these days, and then see you, a devout Christian, or a deacon in the church, and see you not fasting, even if he did not ask you. But this will make him stumble in his mind and question why this person is not fasting. Now the church is fasting. Why he is not participating? What is the reason behind it? So are you confessing God before men or not? Are you confessing that you are Christian and you are following the rules of the kingdom of Christ or not? If you are living in a certain country, you will follow the rules of this country. So if you are in the kingdom of Christ, you will follow the rules of the kingdom of Christ. But if you are not following it, then how can you declare that you are a Christian or you are confessing Christ in your life? So we confess Christ by our language, by our deeds, and also by our worship. Number four, actually, we confess Christ in our life by preaching his name. The Lord told us, go and preach the gospel to the whole world. The gospel is given to us not to keep it for ourselves, but to share it and to preach the world. So, There are many opportunities to speak about Christ and to share the good news of salvation. There are many opportunities. You can invite somebody with you to the church, to a youth meeting, to a Bible study. You can share with a friend a link to a good book that he can read it, or verse, or to a good sermon you can gift somebody a a spiritual gift that he can either to listen to it or to read it that can trigger, you know, the, the love of God in his heart. So the apostles, when God sent them, they went from place to place to place preaching Christ. But are we doing the same? Unfortunately, we see people from other denominations and other religions are more zealous in preaching what they believe in more than us. How can you confess Christ without speaking about Christ, the Savior of the world, to others? So we can confess Christ by our language, by our deeds, by our worship, by our preaching. Number five, we can confess Christ by enduring suffering and pain for his name. Even by enduring martyrdom in his name. You heard today in the Synexerium about St. Pham, the soldier, how he endured a lot of suffering and a lot of persecution because of his faith until at the end they beheaded him and he accepted to die for the name of Christ. This era of martyrdom did not end until our time we hear many Christians they die for the name of Christ like the 21 martyrs of Libya, and after them, a group of martyrs in Ethiopia, they were killed in the same way. So these people shed their blood for the name of Christ. And nowadays, actually, there is a different type of persecution. The persecution is not like the time of the Roman emperors, but nowadays, if you speak against homosexuality, for example, or against abortion, or against divorce, or against transgenderism, actually people will not tolerate you, and people will discriminate against you. If you actually speak boldly about your Christian principles, I know in some companies, the human resources send warning to the people when they heard them speaking against homosexuality. That's a different type of persecution. What are we going to do? Are we gonna be strong in our faith and confess Christ in our faith? Or will be ashamed and will be embarrassed, and will be afraid. The Gospel of today starts by, do not be afraid of those who kill the body, and after that, have no more that they can do. By I will show you whom you should fear. Fear him who after he has killed has power to cast into hell. Yes, I say to you, fear him. If you win the approval of the people here, maybe you will avoid persecution and discrimination. But who are denying Christ, and the Lord said, he who denies me here on earth, he will be denied before the angels of God. But people who will confess Christ, even if they killed their body, as the Bible says, do not be afraid of those who kill the body. But after that, have no more they can do. They don't have control over your eternal life. Do you know what has control over eternal life? Your choice is here on earth. Either to confess Christ or to deny Christ. If you confess Christ, then you will have inheritance with all the saints. But those who deny Christ, actually, they will not inherit the kingdom of God. And the Lord assured us, don't worry when people start to actually question you or even to interrogate you. He said, when they bring you to the synagogues and magistrates and authorities, do not worry about how or what you should answer or what you should say. For the Holy Spirit will teach you in that very hour what you ought to say. So in that very hour, the Holy Spirit will speak in your mouth. You don't have to prepare a speech. You don't have to prepare answer. The Holy Spirit who dwells in you will guide you and teach you what you need to say. So again, the Lord told us, I say to you, Whoever confesses me before men, him, the Son of Man, also will confess before the angels of God. And we said to confess Christ, confess him by our language, confess him by our deeds, confess him by our worship, confess him by preaching the good news of salvation to others, and we confess him by enduring suffering and pain for his name. Now, Everyone should make up his mind, either to confess Christ in our life or to deny. Those who confess Christ, blessed are they, they will have the kingdom of God. But those who choose to deny Christ, they will be denied before the angels of God. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.